Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to our Daily Power Prayer Podcast. We hope these few moments of prayer and Bible reading will empower you to have faith in our Creator, live every day in God's Word, and inspire your family, your friends, and community to live for Jesus. Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T. And this is the best day of our life because God is in control. Our affirmation for today is we are excited, we are blessed, we are grateful, and most of all, we are believers for life. We believe in John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Let me say this, to believe in Jesus is to trust in his word and follow his instructions. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, how excellent is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Create in us a clean heart. Forgive us of our sins and renew a right spirit within us. May the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable in your sight. In you we live and and have our being. Keep us in the shadow of your presence because we trust in you. Father, we forgive those who trespass against us today. We are ready and dressed for the battle. We are clothed with the belt of truth, wearing the breastplate of righteousness, feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, for sure taking up the shield of faith and wearing the helmet of salvation. And let us not forget that we are carrying the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Today we stand in the gap for our family, friends, community, and our nation. As we declare, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Blessing and power to our God who is King of the universe. You have sanctified us with your commandments and commanded us to immerse ourselves in your word. We call on Jehovah Rapha, our healer, who heals us of all our diseases. Jehovah Jireh, our provider who has satisfied us with good things. May the spirit of wisdom, revelation, counsel, power, might guide us into all truth and show us those things which shall come to pass as you teach us your ways. We plead the blood of Jesus over every unclean and perverse thought that comes from the pain of our past, and we declare again that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. In Jesus' name, amen. Our reading for today is Romans 3, 1 through 9. What advantage then is there being a Jew, or what value is there in circumcision? Much in every way. First of all, the Jews have been entrusted with the very words of God. What if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every human being a liar, as it is written, so that you may be proved right when you speak and prevail when you judge. But if our unrighteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? Certainly not. If that were so, how could God judge the world? Someone might argue, if my falsehood enhances God's truthfulness or so increases his glory, why am I still condemned as a sinner? Why not say, let us do evil that good may result? Their condemnation is just. No No one is righteous. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all. 
For we all have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. May our Heavenly Father bless the reading and the hearing of his holy word. Let me begin with a quote written by St. Patrick. Sufficient for me is honor which is not seen of men but felt in the heart, and faithful is he who has promised and never lies. I believe this quote is relevant to our text for today as we seek to answer the question, why God? Why is God faithful? There are three nuggets in this text that will help us answer that question. The first nugget reveals that God has entrusted us with his word. Mm-hmm. The second nugget, we will discover that God is faithful to his word, even when we are disloyal to him. And the last nugget is pure gold because God makes no mistakes. Everything God does is right and perfect. Put a bookmark right there and I'll get to that momentarily. Before we get to our text, let's review what we have already discovered. We know that Paul is speaking to the Jew and the Gentiles in Rome. We found out that being a descendant of Abraham did not guarantee you a pass into heaven. We also discovered that it is vitally important to live the gospel we teach. And the last nugget revealed that what matters most to God is the conditions of our heart. This leads us to chapter 3 where we find Paul presenting his case to a community of believers on why God is faithful. Listen as I read verses 1 and 2. What advantage then is there in being a Jew or what value is there in circumcision? First of all, the Jews have been entrusted with the very words of God. Now give me about 45 seconds to break down what Paul is saying in these verses. It really began in Genesis 12 when God called Abraham and told him to leave his country with a promise. God said, Abraham, leave your country, your family, and your father's house to a land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And in you all shall all families of the earth be blessed. The Jewish nation came from the seed of Abraham, all because it was accounted unto him as righteousness. Now let me fast forward to the days of Moses. When God met Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave, he gave Moses his word to give to the children of Israel. This account can be found in Exodus 19, verses 3 and 6. Listen as I read. When Moses went up to God, the Lord called, saying, Say to this house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. Now, therefore, if you obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Wow. Listen, God took one man who would believe him by faith, blessed his loins for generations to come. And even when the children of Israel rebelled at Mount Sinai by worshiping idol gods made with their hands, God still gives them grace. See, God's desire is to have a relationship with mankind and establish his kingdom in the earth. Now, God's plan was established through the birth, 
the death and the resurrection of his son, Jesus. And before Jesus died, he gave this new covenant. He said, I will write my words in your hearts and minds. God's love will always bring us to a place where we acknowledge our sins, knowing that he is faithful to forgive us. This leads us to our second nugget on why God is faithful. Listen to verses 3 and 4. What if some of you were unfaithful? Will your unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every human being a liar, as it is written, so that you may be proved right when you speak and prevail when you judge. Right here, Paul makes reference to Psalms 51b, where King David wrote these words. Let me read it in its entirety. Against you and only you have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. King David repents and acknowledges that God is right and just. Now we have just revealed two reasons why God is faithful. The first is because Jesus has entrusted us with his words, by putting them in our hearts and minds. Secondly, he reminds us that he is faithful to his word because he is truth. And the last thing we will learn is that everything our Heavenly Father does is right and perfect. God makes no mistakes. Now listen to the verses 5 through 8 as I read. But if our unrighteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? Certainly not. If that were so, how could God judge the world? Someone might argue, if my falsehood enhances God's truthfulness and so increases his glory, why am I still condemned as a sinner? Why not say, let us do evil that good may result? Here's why God is faithful and makes no mistakes. God created the heavens and the earth. He told Moses that I am that I am. He spoke to John and said, I am the first and the last. God is grace and mercy. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. God needs no one's, no one to approve what he does and when he does it because he is all knowing, all present and all power. Life and death are at his commands. Everything in God is right and perfect. I will come back with my final thoughts after a word from our sponsor. Here are my final thoughts. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, no culture has an advantage. Paul puts it this way in verse 9. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all, because we have made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. Jesus reminds us that he is the way, the truth, and the life, that no one comes to the Father except through him. Therefore, the only way to eternal life is to believe in the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and be filled with the spirit of promise. Let us pray. Blessed are you, King of the universe, who gave us the word of truth. Jesus, our Messiah, heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. Do not remember the sins of our youth or our transgressions. Forgive us. 
Create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Let us drink from the living water and eat the bread of life, which is your word. May your will be done according to your loving kindness and your tender mercies. Remember that you are the God of our salvation. Therefore, instruct sinners in the way because you are good and just. Set everlasting life in our midst. Blessed are you, O Lord, giver of the word, King of the universe. In Jesus' name, amen. The blood still works. Our God is faithful. The blood of Jesus is working in our favor. We trust only in our God. If we obey his commandments, then no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The blood still works. If we obey his words, we will eat the good of the land. The blood still works. Jesus bore our infirmities and healed us of all our diseases. The blood still works. Fear must submit to our faith in Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. The blood still works. The kingdom of heaven lives in us because the blood still works. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. Remember, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Peace and blessings in the matchless name of Jesus.